you know, if you've been around StoryBrand, you hear us joke about family-owned businesses because what is the thing we always tell people, April? Don't tell your grandpa's story. Nobody cares about it. (laughs) (laughs) We say that all the time. And so family-owned businesses, there's a reason they're asking, does this work for me? Because we say, don't tell your grandpa's story. However, the power of the StoryBrand framework is showing you how to use that story to position yourself as the guide and not the hero in the story. I'm about to start the show. Hello, hero makers. Welcome to the Marketing Made Simple podcast powered by StoryBrand, where we believe your marketing should be easy and it should work. I am your host, Dr. JJ Peterson, and I am joined by my co-host, April Sunshine Hawkins. Hey, hero makers. In our first series, you learned about how to clarify your marketing with the StoryBrand framework, which is the framework that powers all of your marketing and shows you how to invite customers into a beautiful story, positioning you as the guide and your customer as the hero. Then in our second series, you learned how to create your marketing made simple sales funnel made up of the five essential pieces that you need to connect with customers and grow your business. They include, name them with me, everyone, your one-liner, your website, your lead generator, nurture emails, and sales emails. And now in our current series, we are continuing to answer the question we hear most from businesses we work with. I know the StoryBrand framework is great, but will it work for me? And April and I today are specifically answering the question, will it work? Ooh, this one's tough. Will it work for my family-owned business? Mm -hmm. April, drumroll, please. Yes! Oh, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Of course it will. Of course it will. Yes, the StoryBrand framework will absolutely work for your family-owned business. And what we mean by family-owned business is really obviously just a business that it was started by a family and maybe it continues to run with the family in the top leadership positions. So this could be wineries, mechanics, uh, restaurants, jewelers, right? Anything that really is like the blank family business this applies to. And, you know, if you've been around StoryBrand, you hear us joke sometimes about family-owned businesses because what is the thing we always tell people, April? Don't tell your grandpa's story. Nobody cares about it. (laughs) (laughs) We say that all the time. And so family-owned businesses, there's a reason they're asking, does this work for me? Because we say, don't tell your grandpa's story or don't tell your family story. But here's the truth. Most family-owned businesses were built on the family story, right? The family story is what connected the business to their customers. It was built out of relationship. And, you know, I know John down the street and John's a good guy, so I'm going to trust John to build my furniture. That's know? right. Word of mouth. It's a huge deal whenever you're running a family-owned business. And especially as you're growing from the start, a lot of businesses, it served you so well. The telling your family story served you so well. But there comes a point where telling your family story as kind of the main impetus for people to do business with you, it, it, it caps out, right? Because once, especially let's say you start to move out of your town, you want to grow business in another town or another state or another country, 
nobody knows who John was. They didn't go to church with him. Your kids didn't go play football together, you know? And so the family story really reaches a cap. And in the story brand framework, there is actually still a place for the family story, but you have to put it in its right context in the overall marketing and messaging. And and again, your family story is important, yes. right? And it connects you with your customers in ways that are really pretty profound and powerful. However, the power of the story brand framework is showing you how to use that story to position yourself as the guide and not the hero in the story. As a family-owned business, if you lead with your grandpa's story, then you are going to be missing out on amazing opportunities to connect with customers because you want to position yourself as the guide and invite your customers into a beautiful story. Don't just tell your story, invite customers in. So use your family story to position yourself as a guide, but make the story all about your customer. So one of the things that we really want everybody out there to know is we understand that family dynamics are tough. (laughs) (laughs) They are difficult to navigate. They are not always easy, nor are they always fun. And so everybody's always seeking out, what can I do to make my life easier when working with my family members to figure out what should our messaging and our marketing say. So using the story brand framework as a tool in your tool belt will really help you figure out where does grandpa's story fit, but how can we really position this to be about our customers? Yeah. And those family dynamics come into play a lot with legacy, right? When you're passing the business on to your kids or your grandkids or nephews and nieces inviting other people in. And messaging can then become confusing because grandpa had one way of doing it, but the kids have another way of doing it, right? And so what the story brand framework does is align your whole team, align your whole company around a powerful message that everybody can get behind that honors the legacy of the founders, honors the legacy of the family, However, positions you as the guide in your customer's journey and helps them overcome their problems. We have seen this so many times. We come in and do a private workshop, right? One of my favorite things to do is do private workshops with companies where we come in and over two days, we work with your entire team. And in these cases, it's often an entire family Mm -hmm. that we are coming in and over two days to watch them become united around a common and clear message is so powerful. It, it it allows the company to grow beyond grandpa. It really does. And empowers the rest of the family to carry on the legacy in a way that honors the founders, but also grows the business. And we know this is a big responsibility, especially if you married into the family or this is something that you've been given because maybe you're the niece or the nephew and you know how to build a website or you know how to run social media Whatever the case, it it is a big responsibility to help the family business survive and thrive. So JJ, you know that our Story Brand Certified Guides are the best marketers in the world. And I had the privilege and the honor of talking with Story Brand Certified Guide Alex Shower this week. She actually came 
through guide training on behalf of her family-owned business to figure out, to crack this nut. How am I supposed to carry this responsibility of my father-in-law's story and where do I put it? Where do I put it in the story? So she is the perfect person to help us navigate this. So here's my interview with Alex Schauer. So one of the reasons that we came to StoryBrand in the first place is because we heard Don say, um, no one cares about your grandfather's story. And it was kind of a wake-up call for us that we were really telling my father-in-law's story. Um, And that was what we were leading with in all of our conversations. And truthfully, the business was doing well, but we knew that there was more. It was a shift for us to say, you know what, we need to get back to the heart of the message uh, of what we're doing as a business and what we're really bringing to the world and the problem that we're solving for our customers. So it kind of started a journey for us of transitioning all of our messaging. It all transitioned to be the customer as the hero of the story. And it makes total sense. That's the big paradigm shift that almost everybody makes whenever they're coming to StoryBrand or using the framework or they've read the book, right? And so once you went through the process, you know, of course, this that was kind of the jumping off point. You were like, this makes so much sense to us. We need to change what we're doing. But what are the practical tactical how that we do that. And of course you took, and it family safe hooks. Is that what brand your family brand was? Is that right? It's, it's hang safe hooks, um, H A N G S A F E H O O K S. Yeah. And so, and we were very niche product. Uh, we sell directly to schools primarily. Um, and we have a safety coat hook that replaces those terrible protruding metal coat hooks that stick out at the walls right at eye level. It's so dangerous uh, for kids. So we have a really great solution for that. It's a flat profile coat hook. And so, yes, that's that's the company. I can see that talking about the father-in-law <laughs> and <laughs> instead of talking about, I mean, how succinctly you just said it, right? Oh, those metal coat hooks that are kind of dangerous that poke out from the wall. We actually have some hang safe hooks that are safe for kids and safe for schools. That's something I can immediately say back to you so easily because it's something I can understand. So once you went back to your family, you know, to your father-in-law, how did your father-in-law feel about this new messaging in this new direction? I would say he loved it. I, you know, I think I was the one that wanted to tell his story more than he did. He always had the customer in mind from the beginning. Uh, but when I went back and was marketing, I w- romanticized, quite honestly, the idea that we start that he started this business in the family's garage and it had grown to what had it had become. And I was so proud of what it was. And I think that that's a common problem that I see in a lot of um, second generation and third generation family-owned businesses. The further away we are from the origin year, the closer we become to wanting to um, share the story of the founder. 
we love that story. We we want to know success stories. We and so that's the story I wanted to to tell. And I think that when I walked through and we started talking about how we were going to communicate differently, it was more of a sigh of relief for him than anything. We're on the right track. When family businesses sit down and they start actually asking the question, who is our customer? What are their problems? I think that it actually is music to the ears of the person who founded it. And it continues the good reputation that they've already established. That's what I've seen time and time again, is that that if that if we're going first generation to second generation, obviously they've done something right. <laughs> we're doing second generation to third generation, they're really doing something right. And so there's something about the the product itself um, and the way that it resonates with customers that continues the longevity of the business. And so making that the focus brings an immense amount of unity to everyone in the family business. And without the story brand framework, it's hard to get there because I mean, these people, some of them have not lived one day of their life without the business being a part of everything that they do and the conversations they have at the dinner table. And so it's so enmeshed in what in their life that it's hard for them to talk about what they do clearly what the story brand framework brings to family businesses. And and if you're listening and you are a family business, I would encourage you to sit down and walk through the framework as a family because it's going to bring unity to who it is that you serve. I feel also that it, it gives everyone in the family a mission beyond just working to trying to work together. I think a lot of the focus on family business is how do we make this work as a family when we have to share the dinner table uh, at Thanksgiving um, and, and birthdays. But really, it's how do we focus on our customer together? And when everyone does that, it's amazing how um, unifying it can be for a family. Man, uh, you've just given all family-owned businesses an aspirational identity, right? You you want them to be unified in the messaging. And it sounds like the problem, Alex, you were experiencing and so many family-owned businesses out there experience is you feel this responsibility of the family name, the family brand, you, and and you just feel so compelled to tell this great part of the story. But when it comes to marketing, that customer focus is really what the founder wants anyway, because because it's why they started the business in the first place. They didn't start the business to say, oh, I want to be the hero. Here's my hang safe hook, you know, talk about me, talk about how I invented this in my garage. It's like, no, I want more kids to be safe. And that's why I invented it in the first place. There, There is a time and there is a place to tell the founder's story. And we'll find that on the brand script when you look at authority, when you talk about how many years you've been in business. So I don't want anyone to, to hear me say, remove that portion completely. It's no longer a part of your identity, but just trans transfer it over to the authority part of a brand script. And when it's in the proper place, then it strengthens the message. 
But if we lead with it, then you're never going to be able to have that conversation. So I would say no one cares about your grandfather's story, that your grandfather started the business, until they know the products are going to change their life. Man. Oh, I'm so excited for all the family-owned businesses out there because I'm sure, like you, they have been going, I know we need to do both, but I don't know how. And so you've just really given them a path forward to do both. You don't have to leave grandpa out. Grandpa gets to be a part of the story. He just needs to be in the guide section, not the hero section. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it's it's the proper place for him to be because the right the guide is the strongest character in the story. And a lot of times our founders they are the strongest character in the story. So let's give them their pro- proper placement and put the customer back as the hero. So I know that you talk with a lot of family-owned businesses. What are some other things that family-owned businesses are either tripping up over or that you see a lot? And maybe you have a specific example you could share with us. Yeah, I think that one of the things that um, the family-owned businesses try to do is they they try to expand maybe their product line or their customer base, different things like that. And I think that there's a time and a place for that. But in our experience and, and what I've experienced with a lot of my clients that own family-owned businesses is they we need to get back and focus on the one the one problem that you solve for the one customer before we can start expanding into other places and we did that in in our business you know our, our product can honestly go in every public place and has been in a variety of public places but 95% of our customer base is schools and we weren't talking about that specifically we were just where kids play, which could, you know, encompass a lot of places, but we weren't specifically talking to our customer who is schools. And so um, people would call and they would question, do you ever work with schools? And 95% of our customer base are schools. And so it felt an, like an odd conversation. And so when we went through the story brand framework, one of the main changes that we made is we said, we are only going to talk to schools right now. You know, there will be a day that we may expand and start talking to more of an audience. But right now, you know, we have hooks around the world uh, in schools, uh, but we we've barely tapped the market. And I find that that's a, the case a lot of times with other family businesses. As they're looking like, how do we keep innovating? How do we keep expanding when they haven't tapped the market they're currently in? And so that's what I asked them at first: Where are what product is your main product? And what customer is buying that main product? And let's make that great first before we start expanding into any other areas. Because that's really where a lot of clarity is going to come from and speaking to your ideal audience is key. But I'll say that the, that the focus is worth it. We grew 417% in online revenue oh my gosh. when we implemented the story brand framework. No big deal. Just 417%. You say it so casually no. these days because you've said it so many times, I'm sure. But I like so many times. It still makes a big impact on me though. Wow. And it's not locked on me the change that it actually uh, makes in the life of the family. All right, Alex, you've given our family-owned businesses and really 
just about any business owner, <laughs> a really important call to action. And I've, I've heard two, actually. The first call to action is if you have a family and you're running the business together, get in the same room and go through the story brand framework together to unify yourself around a customer-focused message where grandpa can be the guide. And then also get specific. See if you've really tapped and and really answered the question. Oh, do you work for do you work with schools? It's like, yes, schools is all we work with almost. It's like it's the majority of our business. Then double down and make sure that you're telling that story rather rather than trying to tap into a really broad message that isn't specific enough. And if you can do both of those things, it's going to make a huge impact potentially for generations to come. That's the goal, right? Oh, Alex, so good. Thank you so much for reminding us that people don't care about your grandfather's story until you prove to your customer how your product solves their problem. And if you are stuck trying to figure out how to apply the story brand framework to your marketing, you can hire a story brand certified guide like Alex Shower. Just go to marketingmadesimple.com to hire a guide that will show you how to clarify your message and create marketing that works. And if you would like to be Become a StoryBrand certified guide. Join the community of the best marketers in the world where we train you how to apply the StoryBrand framework to all kinds of businesses, including family-owned businesses. Just go to storybrand.com guide and you can apply to be a StoryBrand certified guide as well. Well, Hero Makers, it's time to apply everything you learned with this week's actionable step, a practical step from today's conversation you can immediately use to shape your marketing and clarify your message. For this week's actionable step, I want you to go to mystorybrand.com and download a digital version of the StoryBrand brand script. And the brand script is the tool that we use to keep all of our marketing messaging in one place so we know we're telling a clear story. I want you to sit down with your family. I want you to sit down with the stakeholders in the company and write out your customer story. Identify what transformation your customer is going to go through, what your customer wants. And specifically, I want you to identify what are the problems that your company solves. This is the crux of your story. And if you can all get aligned around the problems you solve, you are going to have a powerful message. You started the business for a reason. You saw some problems that were out there, and maybe even your family experienced those problems personally. And so you started the business to solve those problems, and now you've been around for 20, 30, 50 years, and you have been solving customers' problems the whole time as a family. So understand what are the problems your business solves, and then position your family's story with empathy and authority that you are the guide to help people solve those problems. 
This is a powerful tool that you can use. It's an outside tool that is really outside of the family dynamics that probably you're experiencing as you're trying to work through your marketing and messaging. And you can sit down and objectively make some decisions about where you want your messaging to go. This tool can be an amazing gift for your family that will honor the legacy of the story you've been telling while also position your company for growth. All of your marketing and messaging is about showing the value you give to your customer. You are solving their problem and making them the hero. That's why we call you Hero Makers. That's all for this week's episode of Marketing Made Simple. Thank you again so much for listening and believing like us that your marketing should be easy and it should work. Follow Marketing Made Simple wherever you listen to podcasts and don't forget to rate and review the show, letting us know how these tips are clarifying your message and growing your business. We'll see you next week. Hey, you cannot stop me. You cannot stop me. Go!